Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Amen. Oh, how many of you are ready for the word? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to announce to you that it's time for my favorite part of the service. And this morning, I believe as you have come to the presence of the Lord, you will never leave the same. God has anointed our father for you. God has anointed a prophet for you. And the words that he's going to speak are spirit and life. And if you are excited as I am, make your loudest noise as we welcome to the pulpit, Bishop Jack Heward When you put your trust in God Nothing is impossible When you trust me in His Word Hearken to the voice of God to me Is there anything too hard for me Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word For You may be seated. 
Are you glad you came to church? I'm also glad I came. We, we will pray, but not now, because I want us to go into the word, and then we will have a time to pray about what we are preaching about. A little short time at least. Luke eleven seventeen. Now remember my topic comes from Romans twelve and verse twenty nine. Be not overcome with evil of evil. Twenty one. Be not overcome of evil but overcome evil with good. Amen. Now, when you are in this world, you may not uh, realize how much you are in the presence of evil. Are you with me? And it's, it's important for you to know how evil the world is and how much evil there is in this world. Now, you may not know how much evil there is because you are not thinking deeply. If you were a chicken in a chicken coop and they come to feed you every day, are you with me? Are you there? And your mind is a little alert. Are you with me? You are likely to see the people who are feeding you as murderers because they are planning to kill you and they have even bought the machines to kill you and they plan to eat you (laughs) even though they are feeding you is it not true but the chicken's mind is not working well or if you look at the size of the head compared with the, the body realize that the brain is very small is it not true yes And you find out that the chicken is not thinking deeply. So he's not realizing that these people, they don't love me. They want to eat me and my whole family. My mother, they've eaten my mother. They ate my father, my great-grandmother. All have been eaten by these people. And they are coming here giving me water. They brought a vet. They brought a doctor. They They don't love me. Is it not true? Yeah. So what God is trying to do for you and me is that he's trying to um, make you see more than the normal person so that you can, your eyes will be open in fighting and overcoming the evil. Now, the evil, amen? Now, everybody... Look at me, eh? put away your, your things. 
the message is available after. I'm sure it will be available for you after. So just listen to what I'm saying. Amen. Those of you who are on your phone sending WhatsApp, Father, anybody who sends a WhatsApp, this, shall I pray a certain prayer? Put away all phones and gadgets. Just listen to the preaching. I don't want to see anybody bending your head down. Anyone who is bending your head down, just arrest the person. Tell the person that you are a spiritual police in the church and you've arrested him. Now, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, if you look at Genesis chapter 1, just, I'm just a little bit of deviation because, not deviation, but really look at Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Actually, the word heaven is heavens. Shamayim. Shamayim. Heavens. It's plural. All right. And the earth. Are you there? And then the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Okay? Now, when you look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, You know, there must, something must have happened between verse 1 and verse 2. Because God creates all things lovely and beautiful, creation of God. So, you see that God created the heavens and the earth. But something seems to have happened between um, verse 1 and verse 2. Okay? And something terrible. Now, verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Are you there? You know, I'm just talking with you because we are in church. God said, let there be light. This is verse 3. Which light was this? Because he created the sun in, on day, day 3 or day 4. But this one is light. There's light here, but there's no sun. If you want to read on verse 4, there's light, but there's no sun. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. <laughs> verse 5, are you there? <laughs> and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, the evening, morning, were the first day. 
verse 6. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. There's a lot of water. Do you see? The whole creation is not really a creation, but a reorganization. Do you see? Firmament. And let it divide the waters from the waters. God made the waters reorganize themselves, some into the air, the firmament, and then some on the earth. You see that? Let's go to the next verse. The waters called the firmament heaven. Heaven. Now, the earth has an atmosphere which Mercury doesn't have. Venus has, but Mercury doesn't. Mercury is just rock straight to the sun. The sun shines on it straight direct, but the sun doesn't shine directly on us. If ever you have a chance one day to go to Alaska, one of those places, you get a chance to see the rays of the sun coming and you have those lights, the northern lights, that's what they call it. I've never seen it, I hope I'll see it one day. So he organized the water on the earth um, up and down. So there's now atmosphere and then there was water down. Verse 9. And then God said, let the waters that are under the heaven be gathered together to one place and the dry land appear. So the creation was actually to make the land appear, but not to create anything. Now, if you go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, I'm coming back to this verse. God created heaven and the earth. All right, verse 2. The earth is our, our history as human beings. I'm talking about the demons. Though. This is about it, but I want you to see some things. The history of human, the human race is 6,000 years about from us back to, um, back to Jesus, then before Jesus to the prophets, Elijah, to Abraham, and then before Abraham, Noah, and back, it's six, about 6,000 years. Okay? But the 6,000 years must start from verse 3. Because go to any museum in the world, they will produce for you fossils, animals, and sometimes human-looking people, creatures, which are more than 6,000 years old. Millions, long ago, millions. So nobody knows how old the earth is. The earth is probably millions of years old. But our history, I'm trying to show you that there were some people here before, which is part of the problem that we are having. You don't know who is here. Before you came. Are you still around? Yes. yes. Hmm. So, back to, um, so then if you look at verse 2, the earth was 
without form and void. Wow. Darkness was on the face of the deep. So the earth was covered completely with water. And this water was ice. You may have heard of the ice age. Yes. It must have been ice because where there's no sun, the sea freezes. If ever you have a chance to go to Antarctica, (laughs) uh, would you like to go there? Yes. That is where you see the penguins, the South Pole. It is one of the planets on this earth. And the size doubles every year. During winter, the sea, the sea freezes and becomes solid. And the size of the planet doubles. So it becomes, it's like Africa becoming times two. And then when the sun shines on it, then it reduces and comes back to a much smaller size. So it becomes ice. And when I say ice, the sea, the sea, the deep blue sea becomes solid ice down. So that's the effect of no sun. And there's no sun here. So it must be the whole earth was covered with ice. (laughs) Yeah. Keep watching. Go back to... (laughs) Are you watching the movie? Yeah. (laughs) Now, continue back to... Jump to verse 9. And then God said... Let the waters under be gathered, all right? And then dry land appeared, Africa appeared. Hey! Europe appeared. Asia appeared. Is that not amazing? I'm just chatting with you because you came early, yes. Now, verse 10. And he called the dry land earth, and the God earth, Adama, Adam, Adama. The earth is called Adama in Hebrew. And Adam is from Adama. Yes. So, the gathering together of the waters called the seas, and God saw that it was good. Now, look at the next one. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass. It's like there was grass already, but come, come back. And it was so. Verse 12. And the earth brought forth grass. God saw that it was good. 13, quickly. And the evening and morning was the third day. Now, verse 14. And God said, let there be lights. You see, remember, he said let there be lights. Now he's bringing some new lights. The first light was his presence. And then the light in the firmament. And let them divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and years. Verse 15. And let them be for lights in the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Verse 16. And God made two great lights. It's now making the sun. <laughs> Two great light. The greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. And then he made the stars also. Eh? What day is this? Next verse. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to light up upon the earth. 
and to rule over day and night. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. So, on the fourth day, he restored the rotation of the earth and the rotation of the sun. Restarted the movement of the sun, the stars, and all our movements. Yes. So, you see, it's not as simple as it looks. As you've arrived. You see, that's why some scientists... They, they question our faith. Because they have evidence that there were people here. And our history is going only up to Adam. There, there are things, there are creatures. Look at Jeremiah. I'll show you. Jeremiah chapter 4. Now, look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. What does it say? God created... The heavens and the earth, isn't it? Wow. And what happened in verse 2? And the earth was what? Without form and void. Wow. Now look at Jeremiah chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 24. Are you with me? Keep watching. Watch, your, watch the Bible. It says, and I beheld, verse 23, I beheld the earth. And lo, you see, God is showing Jeremiah what happened in Genesis, but he's showing him more detail. More detail. I beheld the earth, and lo, it was without form and void. The same word and the same description, without form and void, the Hebrew word to who? And the heavens, and they had no light, just as it was on earth. Remember, there was no light. God said, Let there be light. There was no form, there was, it was empty, void. Wow. Hmm. And I beheld the mountains, and lo, huh? they trembled. And the hills moved lightly. And you can see the evidence of the movement of the earth. So much has movement has taken place. And I beheld. This is giving us a bit more detail. And lo, there was no man. No human. You see... There, there was a time that there was, man was not there. Man was not there. Before something happened. And then now we are also here. So we are nothing. I don't know, you think you are important. Not knowing that you are just some small boy, small something in some plenty history that is passing. Eh? There was no man. That's what some people call the pre-Adamic flood. Like there was a flood before the flood. Because that's why the whole earth was covered with water. That's the flood that wiped out whatever was there before. And it looks like it was not human beings. And there was a flood and there was no man. And all the beds of the heavens were fled. 
and I beheld. Are you watching? Those of you who do archaeology. Huh? Jeremiah the prophet saw. I beheld and lo, the fruitful place was a wilderness. And all the what? Cities. You see, Jeremiah is seen more than was seen even in Genesis chapter 1. When he said there was without form and void, there were cities. With who? There was no, nobody was there. There was no man. No man. We were created in the chapter 1 after the word of form and void, without form and void. And we've been moving since then. That is why you see the presence of evil personalities and other things are ruling this world. Yes. And the cities were broken down. That's what the archaeologists say. They don't believe in God and our God. Because they will show you evidence of things that have existed before the history that, our short history is 6,000 years. They will show you evidence. Every museum has it. So, they, so where is this one too from? How do you explain it? But you see, right in the word of God, you see. How many are surprised at this? Those at the back, you are not interested in such things. Uh, if you are not interested, you should go and read newspapers. Am I showing you something from the word of God? Yes. There are more things, but you know, this is enough for today. Yeah. But what I'm trying to point out to you is that there are things. Yes. I looked at cities and they were fled away from the presence of the Lord. So when you go back to Genesis chapter 1, let's go back to Genesis chapter 1. You see in the beginning, God made the heaven and the earth, verse 2. And it was... Suddenly, when God makes all things beautiful, now we see in verse 2, everything was without form and void. And there was darkness over the face of the deep. was water everywhere. So the creation involved moving the water. There was a big flood. That's the first flood before Noah's flood. God was using, used to flooding. Noah, listen. <laughs> you see, sometimes you have a method that works for you. So he was used to flooding people. You get what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you do not, he'll flood you. Uh-huh. Yes. And in this first flood, there was no there was no man. Just stay with the Bible. <laughs> yes. Just stay with your Bible. Yes. So what I'm trying to say is that when, when the Bible says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. There is something here and present that is dictating. And guiding things. And that is causing the world to be so evil. Even the, excuse me to use the word, goodest places are full of evil. If you like, Google and see most dangerous countries in the world. America is one of the up there. Most dangerous places to be. America is up there. After coming to Afghanistan, Yemen and those ones, then it comes, no, they say America has joined them. Hmm? Are you listening? Yes. yes. So what I'm trying to show you this morning is that God wants, this afternoon, God wants to really give us the upper hand Amen. over the forces of wickedness that are here. 
And that's why Jesus said, all power is given to me. All power is given to me. And that's why Paul said that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Whether thrones, dominions, powers, whatever it is that exists. They are things that we can overcome. And we are going to overcome. Amen. So now, how do we overcome this evil that is present? What are the evil that is present? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Let's, let's read from verse 11. Let's read from verse 11. And it says, put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Are you there? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. Now, the wiles of the devil or the tricks of the devil. We are going to overcome them. And one of them is demonic seduction. Where the devil wants to seduce you. So, one of the ways to overcome demonic seduction is to put on the whole armor of God. Now, turn to First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Watch it. It says, know that in the last days, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. Okay? And doctrines of devils. Okay? So one of the main works of the devil is to seduce you. And the word seduce is mislead. To mislead. In fact, it uses a word that I haven't really seen before. Misleader. It's misleading you. So Satan wants to mislead you. And take you out of the right way. And that is why you have people, a lot of people when they speak, many people when they speak, it's the devil who is speaking through them. Just like when Peter spoke and Jesus said, Satan, get thee behind me. You, you know, one of the ways to detect the devil is when you hear people saying certain things, it is the devil speaking. Through that person. Are you with me? Yeah. How many have ever heard the devil speaking through someone? Huh? Put that verse on. When Peter said, he said, Satan, get thee behind me. Now, one of the problems is that we don't recognize people when the devil is using them. Are you with me? And to be seduced is to be tricked. You'll be tricked. You, Satan will trick you and tell you, don't, don't go to church. Well, that church takes too long. Now, I'll tell you something. 
You watch pornography for six hours, you can't wake up in the morning. What is the use of a church that you go, one hour is finished, one and a half hours is finished? What is the use of that? Yes. When there is almost nothing in your life that is finished in one hour. Uh, Even a movie. You even want the movie to be longer. Is it not true? Season one is over episode five. You want episode six, episode seven, episode eight, episode nine, episode ten. ten. To twelve. Then you move to season two. 21 episodes. You are are not tired of it. You want it to go longer. But with church, you want it to be one hour, 30 minutes. Two hours is too long, even. So, you see, seducing spirits, they seduce you. And if you are not in the house of God, you'll be somewhere else as a young person. Doing what? Ask yourself, doing what? You know the things you'll be doing. True or not true? You know what you'll be doing? You know what you were doing last night? So, thank God that you even have any church service that is less than four hours. I wonder what is it? You know, my son told me he was doing an exam. I said, so how long is the exam? A medical exam? 12 hours. 12 hour exam. You can take a break and go out to eat and come back to continue. It's on the computer. I tell you, 9 hour exam, 12 hour exam. They start at 8 to 8. I mean, what type of whatever is this? So, seducing spirits are clever and the way a spirit works is to pass ideas to you yes and you never even know who told you something if you take Hitler Adolf Hitler you know one time Adolf Hitler was explaining his attitude towards Jews and Either he was explaining it or somebody was explaining. And he said that he didn't grow up with hatred for Jews. What it is is that he was an Austrian. He's actually an Austrian, not a German. Hitler is a German. Some of these great people, they are not actually from the country they came. They they reinvented themselves. You know, like Stalin is also from Georgia. He's not from Russia. And Napoleon was from, of course, Sicily or somewhere, not from France. Yeah. (laughs) Deception. Anyway. What was I telling you about? Where did the idea come from? Now, what it is is that Hitler was an, an attempted artist. He tried to be an artist. And he did some paintings and took them to the Vienna School of Art. I've been there. The Vienna School. I went, I went to look at it. Yeah, you'll be there too. <laughs> but his, his paintings were rejected that he's not an artist. He's not a good artist. Yeah, so he really sort of liked art. 
So even when he bombed, when he bombed France, he went to look at their museum and all that. When he just to look and then he went out. Yeah. You know. So now he had no job. So he was moving around in Vienna, like a homeless person, jobless person with jobless people, and the people were complaining about Jews that Jews have taken their jobs and Jews are rich and so he started to hear things about them from it's like you can't even know who in particular said something until gradually the idea was formed in his mind that these people are bad do you understand and it's and it's it's something that spread even up till today there's a lot of anti-Jewish sentiment all over the world. Even this Jeremy Corbyn, the uh, opposition leader in, in England, one of the difficulties he has is that he's seen as anti-Jewish. He is anti-Jewish, apparently. Anti-Semitic, that's what they call it. And it's like, it is not a good thing. Because that is what caused all these other problems. So where do these feelings come from? You don't know any Jews. And in every country, there's something, it spreads out. You have these thoughts and ideas about people and feelings and attitude. And it's, it's like an invisible by vibration. It's some attitude and idea that is spreading. That's why preaching is, a, is into your mind to counteract things in your head which are developing. And it's like imaginations which are forming and ideas which are forming in you. Some of them are demonic in their origins. That's, that's how, and it's, it's insidious, it's not a voice. Rarely do you hear an active voice. Sometimes you have the privilege to hear an active voice in your head. But there are thoughts that come. So you see that teachings are on loyalty fight those insidious thoughts that come as, as if they have been, as if they are raindrops falling on you. I don't even know how you become negative. But before you realize you are negative, Yes. Are you listening? Yes. Yeah. But it is because of the presence of evil and seducing spirits that are seducing. They are, they are not talking. They are not, they are not speaking loud. But their presence and their impartations are making your thoughts and attitudes swing in a certain way. Like, for instance, if you go to the Arab world, rarely do they like uh, Americans. It's a general sentiment. One time I was in Libya, and uh, I, I just spoke to somebody on the street. And you know who want to be there? <laughs> you don't want to be there? And I, and, 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 and I, I, was, I was talking to somebody in the market. And he said, oh, here, here there are three things. We don't have three things here. I said, what is the three things? He said, number one, we don't have Americans here. Number two, we don't have Jews here. And number three, we don't have Christians here. Yes, he told me, not somebody. He told me in Libya, in Tripoli. We don't have Americans here. We don't have Jews. We don't have Christians here. These three, we don't have it. And it's a sentiment that spreads. 
It's, and that's a, those are the seducing thoughts that gradually form in you. That's why those who listen to preaching, eh, you always notice that they are different. If you listen to preaching, you see that you'll be different. The more you listen to the makane, the more you listen to the podcast, the more you listen to a preaching, and it, it actually even makes you go and check a scripture to see whether what is being said is real. Like, for instance, I was sharing with you something before we started about the earth was without form and void. If you were to check it yourself, you see that you are receiving something and learning something that you didn't know before. Yes. Yeah. But you see, many people don't even check things. Yes. <laughs> and you see that why because it's just basically counteracting the evil so actually the presence of your phone can give you the greatest evil and the greatest good you have to choose now which one you are going to allow because all the evils can come to you through your phone but a lot of good things can come to you through the same phone are you there yeah so satan is after after us very much so. But it's so insidious. Check the meaning of the word insidious. I think you need to do that. I hope you are enjoying the last days of feeling hot here. Because I know some of you are going to start. And you, we used to come here and sweat. We were losing weight. Now we, we are now gaining weight. Huh. Insidious? Yeah. Insidious, lying in wait, watching an opportunity to ensnare, to entrap, deceitful, sly, insidious foe. Is there any other definition? Yes. Producing harm in a stealthy, often gradual manner. Producing harm what? Stealthy. Some of you don't understand stealthy, so check stealthy too. Listen, stealth means you can't see it. So America has what they call stealth fighters. Please check stealth, stealthy, stealth fighters. You, they, they are not detect, detectable on the radar. So they, they have a special shape. When they fly, you can't see them. You can see with your eye, but you can't see. Stealth, act of secrecy. All right? Yes. The actions are unnoticed or difficult to detect. So the devil is insidious that is difficult to detect. Are you with me? Yeah. So some of you wouldn't know that. You will not, you will not know that you are being destroyed. <laughs> but you are being destroyed. Yes. Hi, baby. I miss you, baby. Are you coming tonight, baby? But you don't realize that you are being destroyed. You think you are excited. And you think you are happy. And you think happiness is happening. And you think excitement is going on. And you think there is joy. There is something that others don't have. You found love. Darling. I'm thinking about you. And what's the next one? Hmm. I need to see you. 
Can I see you, please? I need to love you all night long. Wow. But you, you feel happy. You think something is exciting. Something is wonderful. Something is nice. But it's not. You are gradually being destroyed without being able to detect that you are being destroyed. Yes. When you start to tell lies, you don't know that you are being destroyed. If you know what the Bible says about lies and about liars, you will never like to tell a lie till you die. Yes. And if you know what a lie is, you will never trust a liar. But the Bible says, he that lieth hateth. Anyone who lies you hates you. Yes. Yes. That's what the Bible says. A liar hates you. I can show it to you. When I'm, to- when I'm telling you about lies, I'll tell you ten stages of lies. Ten. Yes. If we have time. Yes. Are you still around? Yeah. So it's happening, but it's too gradual. It's insidious. Put it back insidious. Producing harm in a stealthy, which is a secret or unnoticed, often gradual manner. Producing harm. Producing harm. Are you there? Yes. Proverbs 26 verse 28. Just put that verse on quickly. Hmm. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it. You hate the person you are lying to. Yes. You hate the person you are lying to. How many have ever thought you hate the person you are lying to? But that's what he, that's what he says. I heard Mike Maddox saying it. That liars, a liar hates you. Never trust a liar. A liar hates you. Never trust anybody who lies to you. Because a liar hates you. And that's the verse. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it. So if you know what a lie is, you, 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 you back out from that. But you don't know. When you, start, you tell a lie and it works, you tell a lie and it works, you tell a lie and it works, you become a liar. You got into stage one. We have ten stages. You got into stage one. Stage ten is when your lie deceives a lot of everybody in your life is deceived. Wow. Bible says the devil deceived the whole world. That's the highest level of lying. Yes, it works on everyone around you. That's stage ten. But between stage one and stage ten, we have eight, st- nine stages. When you have the highest level, almost everybody in your world is deceived by you because the Bible says, and the devil deceived. Deceive the whole world. How many people in your in your world are deceived by you? Huh? Yes. 
Because maybe you deceive just one person. But somebody has deceived all this. Everybody, this one is deceived, this one is deceived, this one is deceived, this one is deceived, this one is deceived. Everybody thinks the wrong thing. Are you with me? Ask your neighbor, what stage of lying are you in? <laughs> huh? The answer may be a lie. Now, are you interested in what I'm talking about? Now, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. Verse 13, for Adam was first, Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. So, women, the woman was deceived. So women were deceived, men are also deceived, but the woman was deceived more in this case. Now, Adam and Eve were fully hoodwinked by this case when the devil came to see them. Isn't it? Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any of the beasts of the field and which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Yea, has God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. All right, verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the trees of the garden. There are certain people, if you even talk to them, you are finished. Because, you see, their line of discussion is stronger than your line of resistance. And then they are also very convincing. Like the boy who is convincing you to sleep with him and the girl who is convincing you to... Because now girls are half as, are the same bad as the boys. We don't even know who is badder. Whoever is convincing who. You no, know, traditionally it's like boys are bad. But these days, I think the tradition is gone. We are going to non-traditional exports. The one who is convincing you has convinced many and is good at convincing and he knows what works. He knows that if he tells you that you're looking nice, it will work. Charlie, you're looking nice. Oh. Charlie, you're fine. Oh. Charlie, you are a beautiful girl. Oh. Wow. And it's working. Oh. It's working on you. It's working on you. Your mind is moving. Huh? It's affecting you. 
So those who are convincing, you have convinced many. When you see a beautiful girl, you are attracted to her. Many people have been attracted before you also came. Many. Hittites, Hivites, Amorites, Amalekites, Philistines, all have been there before you also came. Because it's a good land. <laughs> hey! Yes, it's a good and large land. <laughs> yes. So that's why the children of Israel had so many people to remove because all of them have seen that it's a good land. And that's why they were flocking there. Yes. So in a sense, it's a good sign that a lot of people have passed through. <laughs> yes. Are you listening to my preaching? Do you understand the preaching that I'm preaching? Or it is not easy to understand? Yes. If you don't understand, just ask your neighbor, what is he, what is he saying? That one you are allowed to ask. What is he talking about? Amen. <laughs> I am saying the woman was deceived. Don't let the devil deceive you. So from today, I'm putting you on notice against gradual deceptions. Yes, insidious and gradual deceptions that are creeping in on us. Because it looks like the devil deceives slowly. That's why when you hear from God, you must obey him quickly. Because gradually you get deceived and hardened. And it becomes more and more difficult to obey God. Because you've gradually become hardened in wrong things and wrong ways. So the woman said, we may eat. She, was, she started the discussion. Don't have discussions with certain people. Oh, but the, why should I not talk to certain people since the person is not the devil? Listen to me, my friend. The devil uses people, but you see, you, you lack discernment. That's why we, when you hear the devil speaking through somebody, you don't know that the devil has spoken. When the devil speaks, you just say, wow. Wow. You think the devil will say something bad sounding? Not at all. The devil said to Eve, uh, Peter said something good to Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, you will not die as long as I am here. I will ensure your safety. I am, I am on duty. You can trust in me, my shoulder. Very loyal sounding. But it was the devil. And Jesus said, you see, that's why you, you need discernment. Rejoiner said, few Christians have discernment today. Yes. He said, you need this same because he said, get thee behind me, Satan. So you must be able to detect even if a good thing is being said to you. Or apparently good thing is being said to you. Or you can get a lot of money when you do this scheme. 
and this, this is calculated. Really? Come, we can, we, 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 we'll, we'll feel our love today and we'll marry by all means. But you are the one I'm going to marry. Whoosh! He's told about seven people already. You. And gradually, you hear things. It's too long to go to church. No, this is a short, this is a short service. Catherine Kuman used to have hours. They have no closing time. Yes. This is the best kind of timing to have. Best time. Very convenient. Start at 11 o'clock and then we go as long as we need to go. There's nothing about when you are, when you are watching your pornography, God forbid. When you are watching your pornography, you, you give them some time and say, finish. You want the thing to go on. Hey! You don't want more. Where is part two, part three? And you are looking at your phone. You see creatures that look so small on the phone. And you are able to understand it. And you are able to watch season one, season two, episode 19. So listen, my friend. Today I'm putting you on notice. Gradual deceptions. Put my word insidious back on board. Gradual deceptions. Producing harm in a stealthy, often gradual manner. You need to be alert. And you need to watch out. <laughs> and so somebody will say, hey, but this one, the means will fall. That is why God tells us to get an armor. So that if you come from here, 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 anywhere you come from, I have guarded that place. That's why the armor is very critical to your defenses. Are you with me? Yes. Now, I want to show you another First Kings, turn to First Kings, chapter First Kings chapter 22, what does it say? Verse 20. And the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? Can somebody read it, please? Beautiful. Who is my reader? First Kings chapter 22 verse 20. And the Lord said, mm-hmm. Who shall persuade Ahab? Who shall do what? Persuade Ahab. Yes. That he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead. Mm. Now read it from 2 Chronicles chapter 18 and verse 19. 
Second Chronicles. The same story is in Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 18 verse 19. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel? Who shall do what? Entice, entice Ahab. Ahab. King of Israel. I want somebody to entice him. And one spake after this manner, another spake after this manner. Go on, verse 20. Then came out a spirit. A spirit. And the spirit said, stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. A spirit. I will entice him. The king. Now, you see, that's what I'm saying that I will do something to mislead him in a gradual, you will not know that he is being deceived. So when we are being deceived, it's gradual until our deception is big. And that is why you need to protect yourself with the armor. Luke eleven seventeen. Luke 11. Now, are you watching? Keep watching with me. I want you to see what the devil is after in your life. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to destruction, and a house divided against a house falleth. Verse 18. Now, if Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. Verse 19. If I by Beelzebub cast out devils, whom by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. Verse 20. But if with the finger of God I cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is coming upon you. 21. Now, are you watching? I hope you are watching. I hope you are watching with me. When a strong man, and I'm going to teach you about 12 strong men. Yes, 12 strong men you need to watch out for. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. Verse 22. But when a stronger than he shall come, this is what the enemy is trying to do. He shall overcome him, okay, and he taketh from him all his armor. All his armor. This is what the devil or the strong man is trying to do to you to take away. Bible says he taketh away from him all his armor. He takes away all the elements of the armor. Wherein he trusted. And then he divided his force. So when, when he's saying to us, put on the whole armor... Then the, the devil is looking at you closely to see how he can remove all your armor. Remove this, remove this, remove this, remove this. And when a piece is down, that's when all these things are successful. Because you, you can't easily see where the devil is. It's like terrorism. It's not easy to see where it's going to come from. So you need to block many holes. Put my verse back on. When is stronger than him. So when a strong man of Satan's kingdom is coming for you, 
is looking at your armor. It says that he of and overcome him. He taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted. It's after your shield of faith. It's after your breastplate of righteousness, especially that one is covering your heart. It's, it's after your belt of truth. After the belt, it's easy to give to him. And he'll use it to lash you, Papa. <laughs> Have you been lashed with a belt before? <laughs> it's after your shoes. Yes. You know, any aspect of the armor of God if the enemy is able to take it away, then you see that the devil will now freely see your heart. Which part should he massage before he cuts? Huh? He will just be looking at your heart. So, yeah, I'll cut out the heart. I'll cut out your heart and remove it and eat it. You see those Liberian war things? They cut out the heart. They say, make your protection huge. They make your protection huge. <laughs> huge protection. <laughs> so, today, what we are seeing is that Satan is after every piece of your armor. Because as a, there's nowhere you cannot fall from. There is nowhere. You can be in the church for 95 years. You can fall from that place out. There is nowhere you can fall from. Because Lucifer fell from the pinnacle. He was the anointed cherub. He knows more about anointing than you. He was the anointed cherub. He knows more about the presence of God than you. He's the anointed cherub that covereth. He knows more. Look at it, Ezekiel. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have said thee so. Thou was on the holy mountain of God. So, there is nowhere. You are just sitting at the back and you're having a problem. He was at the top as an angel that covereth. And he was both an, a cherub and an archangel. Two positions. Yes. Is the only person that we know was both a cherub and an archangel. It's not a small person. Very senior with two heavy positions. Minister of this and minister of this. Yes. And that's where he came down from. So how much more us? And he knows how to bring people down and out of the church. Because he took people out. So that is why you need to fight every type of demon power by just believing in the armor of God. Because you must know that just as the devil is after your armor, God equally is telling you, put it on. Put it on. Put it on. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. Now, where I'm for to you, where I'm, where Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. Now, whole armor, <laughs> you, know that's, you know that that is why you, you, some of you have failed some exams. 
Because you learn everything and you just don't learn some parts. And you say, oh, this one will come. It's okay. And when you go, it is there. It's like they can never ask this. And when you go, it is there. Maybe you are doing biology. And they said, they, they can never ask you to draw the eye. To label the eye. But after some time, you, you go to the exam room and then the eye is there. Draw an eye, cross section of an eye and label it. But you have learned everywhere. Uh, gastrointestinal system, the stomach to the intestines. You, you know how to draw that one. You know how to draw the kidneys and whatever. You know how to draw, but the eye is too complex. And there you go. The eye has come. Question one. Compulsory. Answer all questions. 40 marks. And you were arguing with your friend that it will never come. Too complex. That's why you don't do well in your exams. One of my best friends, we, we did an exam together. Surgery. Junior clerkship. And after the exam, he got about 50 something percent. The rest of us had 90, 90 something. We had in the 90s. Afterwards, the professor called him and asked him, Don't you have the questions? But the questions are, are, they are there. They are past questions. And I was discussing with him after. He said, Look, I did every paper except that paper. And when they, were, they just brought the exact paper and put it there. So when you leave one small piece out, it can be the end of you. From today, you'll never leave out any part of the armor of God. Amen. Hey. Verse 14. No, no, verse 13. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Wow. And having done all to stand. Now, what, what is the evil day? What is the evil day? Turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Ecclesiastes. Is the man there? Now, remember now thy creator huh? in the days of thy youth while the evil days come not. Nor the, draw, the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. If there is a place where you will see that you are not happy. You want happy days to come back. When I see sometimes young couples and they are not happy, that's why we advise you before you marry that don't marry. Lest you dwell in hell. Next door neighbor to hell is a bad marriage. Is the neighbor is separated only by a wall from hell. And the wall is always heating up. <laughs> Don't marry and then later we will now be struggling. Hmm. Remember thy creators in the days of thy youth while the evil days come not. Nor the, draw, the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in these days. I'm not happy these days. Listen to me, my friend. Whether you like it or not, there is something called evil days. There is something called an evil day. Evil days in the Bible, I have not invented it. 
I'm not cursing. I am sharing. And there's nothing wrong if I curse. Moses pronounced curses. Jesus cursed the fig tree. I'm following my Jesus. Now, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. I'm I'm not trying to say that the days are cursed. I'm telling you this is what the Bible says. There is something like an evil day. Go back to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13. Are you with me? Take the whole armor that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Standing is not about today. It's about a day that is coming. But then Jobanaka, it is a serious day. You see that the day is really different from other days. Different from your wedding day. Different from your happy days. Different from your birthday. Different from the days where everything was okay. It's called an evil day. And you need to stand in that day. Not, not, not now. I mean, you must be strong in the Lord to have come to church today. But there is a day that is different from today. It's called the evil day. That evil day, you must be solid. You must fight on and not go down. Stand in the evil day. Stand in the crisis. Stand in the midst of trouble. Stand when you are being tempted. Stand when you are being pushed down. Stand when things are burning all around you. You know, in Malta, during the Crusades, they were invaded by the, 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 I think Muslims and Christians were fighting. And there was a time when the knights of Malta were fighting back the enemy. And the enemy was throwing fireballs into their, into Malta, into the camp. To burn it. So there was fire all around. And these knights, they were able to put out the fire and at the same time fight. In fact, they are so famous for fighting and putting out the fire that today the fire service, the fire service all over, the sign they have as the knights of Malta is a sign of being able to put out fire and at the same time fight. It's so famous from that day. God is giving you the power to put fire out and at the same time to be fighting the enemy. So the enemy will be thinking that you are finished because of the fire that has been thrown into your camp. But you will rise up and fight and put out the fire and at the same time be fighting. And that that is where that is the sign for a firefighter today. The firemen, that is their sign, the knights of Malta. It it is from that time. And this is what the Bible is talking about. Put on the whole armor of God that in the evil day, eh, you still be fighting, putting out the fire and still fighting on. And people will not even, people will always say, hey, life is good for you. Life is good. You see, they say LG, life is good. Then you say, yeah, life is good. They have no idea the fire that is, that is behind you that you are putting out. Kashito sapashata balabala. I see you surviving every battle, every crisis, every situation in your life. In Jesus' name. Sit down, I've not finished preaching. Now, verse 14. Yes. Stand therefore. Stand therefore. Stand. Are you ready to stand? Yes. We are fighting evil. Now, next time I get a chance, I'm going to show you how to overcome the devil in the world. Because wow. the devil is in the world. Wow. Yeah. 
But this one is very personal. This is very personal. Stand therefore having your loins first of all. First thing to be mentioned. Get about with truth. Second Timothy chapter 2. Look at verse 19. Truth. Nevertheless, foundation of God standeth sure. Very good. Verse 20. 21. 22. Keep going, keep going. 23. Uh, 24. Yes. Now, the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle. Okay? To all men. Ready to teach. Ready to do what? To teach. To teach patiently. That's why I'm teaching patiently. I'm teaching patiently. Why? 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 Why am I teaching? Are you listening? Why am I teaching? Look at verse 25. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them what? Repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. So that what? Verse 26, that they might recover themselves. They might recover themselves. When they know the truth, they might recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. You recover yourself from the snare of the devil by those who are taken captive by him at his will. Look at verse 25. That by the acknowledging of the truth, it is by acknowledging of the truth that you are delivered from the snare of the devil. Look at it. Two, put the two verses together. Beautiful. You see, in meekness, instructing those that oppose. You know, a lot of things, you are doing it to yourself. How, how many have noticed that a lot of things is against yourself? That's how you can see that it's demonic. A devil has worked. And most of you, if you ask, do you have a devil? You say, oh, I, mean, I don't have that at all. I have the Holy, only the Holy Spirit. If we are to take a Holy Ghost x-ray now, eh? You'll be surprised to see the things that are sitting on people's head and the shoulders. Following them. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God per adventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. 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 Why? The word after truth is the uh, semicolon. Which means that is to say. Or it, it, something is coming after. That's important. Acknowledging of the truth, okay, that they may recover themselves. Recover themselves. So my teaching is helping you to know the truth, to help you to recover yourself out of the snare of the devil who has taken you captive at his will. He has decided to capture you. So truth is that it's, it's like it's holding everything together. That's why pe- people, people don't fear lies. And then the breastplate of righteousness. If, if you're able to even pick two pieces of the armor to keep and throw away the rest, which is not wise. But let's say you had to pick two. Which two do you think you would choose? Those in this corner, I want to know those on this side. Which two pieces will you choose? Huh? I cannot hear you. Belt of truth. Huh? And then what? The breastplate of 
righteousness. Hmm. Hey! These two alone can, if you give them up, the, the whole front is exposed. You are, you are just naked going like that. <laughs> Every vital place is exposed. Your trousers are falling down. Your chest is bare. That's it. Mercy. Belt of truth. Now, let me give you, as we close, 10 stages of lying. Let me, let me give you that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just go through quickly because I think it will help you. How many want to know this? Hmm. Number one. The first stage, stage one, is not valuing the truth. Yes. Proverbs 13 verse 5. A righteous man hateth lying. A righteous man does what? Hates lying. A righteous man hateth lying. So it is only when you are a certain, at a certain level that you see that you now dislike lies of any sort. Beat your, your child has taken chicken from your mother's stew. Don't bother to beat him. But if he tells a lie that he, he, he didn't take chicken from your mother's stew, don't take it. Even grown-ups, we like chicken from our mother's stew nicer than the one that has been served. It's far nicer. I don't know why. That one will not beat you. But if you lie, then we beat you. You must be taught to love truth and hate lying. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth. They do not love the truth. So the first stage is not loving the truth. And what happens when you don't love the truth? It says that they might be saved. So God decided to punish them. All right. And go to verse 11, please. For this cause, because you didn't like truth. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Amazing. Because you don't like truth, God has decided to send you a strong delusion so that you believe a lie. And when you believe the lie, it will destroy you. Because you don't like truth. And this Derek Prince, I heard him say, one, one night I was listening to him and I decided to rewind because I was not sure what I was hearing. He said that the greatest protection against deception, self-deception for yourself, is to love the truth. Because here it says that God sent a delusion because they did not love the truth in verse 10. For this cause, God will now let you believe more things that are not true. Because you don't like the truth. So when you see the truth, you don't want it. One time I belonged to a committee, I wrote to them, but they didn't want the truth. They didn't even bother to answer me. Because we don't love the truth, we are sent more delusions. Mercy. Are you there? Stage two. Withholding information. You know, 
When we find out that you knew all along, I'm sure in law they have it, eh? Where are the lawyers? Esther chapter 6, verse 1. 1, 2, 3. Esther chapter 6, verse 1, 2, 3. You knew, but you didn't come and say. You hear somebody speaking negatively, but you don't come and say it. You hear it all the time. Instead of coming to say, Daddy, I want you to know that, I want you to know something, you know. This person, this is what this person said. What? Is he said that? Yeah, but I, I realize that you don't know. That's why you like the person. That's why you are flowing with the person, but you don't know what the person says about you. Do you think I'll like that person or I'll not like the person? I'll like the person for who has come to tell me that thing. Yes, by all means. I have people like that. Yes, I have not, for, I have not forgotten. Somebody came to me and said something to me. It must be almost 30 years ago. I never forget her for what she came to tell me. Yes, because she just told me, I just want you to know this man is your pastor. This is what he said. He said this, he said this, he said this, he said this. After the meeting. I said, really? Wow. I never did anything about what she said. He himself left the church at a point. But the fact that she would come and say to me, ah, is a very high thing. Yeah. On that night, the king couldn't sleep. Are you there? Are you with me in this Bible study? Do you like reading the Bible with me? Are you realizing that we are reading the Bible? Please let this other screen work. Eh? Our screens must work, please. Whoever is not letting the screen work. To, 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 this week is your last week. You will be moved from your job. I prophesy. Uh-huh. On that night, the king could not sleep. Are you there? And he commanded to bring the book of the record, the history book of the church. And then they were read. I think the king couldn't read, so somebody reads for him. He was not serious in school. Now, it was found written that Mordecai had told of or about Bictana and Teresh. Bictana and Teresh, Orangus. Two of the king's chamberlains. A chamberlain is a person who works in the chamber. A chamber uh, servant. Chamberlain who was planning to kill the, servant, the king when he was bathing. Big time. And they came, and the two of the king, keepers of the door, who sought to lay hand on the king. They planned to kill the king when the king was unarmed. Verse 3. And the king said, no, no, go back. Verse 2. Verse 2. It was found that Mordecai had told about it. Mordecai. This actually was saved Mordecai's life. Because Mordecai was like a guy who was there, but he came to tell the king, please, I want you to know that this is what is happening. These two guys are planning to kill you. I just want you to know. Maybe you turn against me and kill me. You know, sometimes when you go and tell somebody something, the person can even turn against you. Hey! Shall I tell you some stories? I I went to say something, people turn against me. So Mordecai put his life at great risk. By going to say, but he still said, I want to be loyal to the king. Verse 3. And the king said, so what honor and dignity has been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's servant that, that ministered unto him, no, nothing has been done for him. Verse 4. And the king said, who is in the court? Now Haman was come. And then the story goes on. And they told him to honor him. Now, if the king had died, 
Mordecai will be standing there and say, oh, it's very sad. Oh, we are all in mourning. And they'll be playing that song. Hey! And you see Mordecai would have been mourning, not knowing that he knows everything. And he was saying that it's sweet for the king. Yes. So, withholding information is because as you look at, because that is why when there is a coup, they arrest all the people. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you, so, you were standing with me, eh? And you knew. Well, you didn't say. You too, you knew. You knew. You knew. You knew. You knew everything. You didn't say. You arrest them. This one, this one, this one. They pick everybody who knew, just knew, and you didn't say. When Hitler, they tried to kill Hitler in 1944. Just about six weeks after they invaded June, June 6th, they invaded. Six weeks later in July, August, beginning of August, they did a bomb. Hitler was standing over the table like this and somebody put a briefcase under. Whoa! The whole place went up. Four or five people died and Hitler somehow escaped. It seemed the table protected him. So when he came out, he said, who are those who knew? Because the guy came in, he was part of the meeting. He left the briefcase, he said, excuse me. Then he went out. And he took a car. He knew that Hitler would be dead. So he took a plane and went. When he got there, they arrested him. Yes. Ah. Who knew? They arrested 5,000 people. Yes. 5,000. You knew? You knew? You knew? You didn't say? You knew? 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 You heard about? You heard the person standing there and talking about me? You knew? 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 You are a wicked person. So, you see, if you want to be loyal, always say what you know. So, sitting there quietly. Later on, when we found out that you knew, they arrested 5,000 people and they hung them, they hung them with on piano strings in front of their families and they hung them on meat hooks. You see how they hung meat and they strangulated them with piano strings. Because just knowing and not saying it, it means you are part of it. How do they call it in, in law? Aiding and abetting. Accessory to the what? To the fact. They are art students. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you knew, eh? And you didn't say anything, eh? You knew, eh? You knew, eh? You didn't say. Yes. They arrested everybody because the person standing there looking so loyal is a wicked person. Have you ever seen a picture of Kwame Nkrumah doing a uh, parade behind him? Do you know who was behind him holding the sword? Kutuka. Airport. He was behind her, holding a sword like this. And, uh, just a few days later, he was going to overthrow him. Just like this six months we had. You knew. You didn't say. All this time. Two years, you didn't say. Three years, you didn't say. Four years, five years, six years. You are hearing stories. You don't, you don't say. You're a liar and a wicked person. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you understand the preaching, the, the preaching that is going on. Do you appreciate it? Or I should stop. <laughs> Number three. Self-deception. When you deceive yourself. James 1.21. All my ten stages of lies are in the Bible. 
Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Uh, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Self-deception. Deceiving your own self. There is a realm where you now tell yourself lies. You haven't told somebody a lie, but you've told yourself a lie. How many have ever looked at a picture of yours, some years ago picture, and realized that you were not looking nice? Raise your hand. Do you know at that time somebody told you that you were looking nice? And even you believed that you were looking nice. But now that you look back, you realize that actually I wasn't looking nice at all. You weren't nice at the, at the time. Wasn't working at the time. Self-deception. You've told yourself, I'm a good girl, but you are not a good girl. You've told yourself, I'm a good boy, but you know you are not a good boy. Yes. You are falling. You are going down, but you are telling yourself, I'm, I'm standing. But you are falling. Why don't you tell yourself the truth that you are falling? You like girls, but you say, oh, me, I don't like, I'm not that type. You are not the type who likes girls. Your mouth like a frog. You like boys. You want boys. You want hugs. But you should tell yourself that me, this is something that I have a problem with. I need, feel like always being hugged. When I don't need to be hugged in these days of coronavirus. You are still going for hugs. And before I realized, the hug has changed into something. You are quarrelsome, but you say, no, I'm peaceful. That, that's, that's why we can't get to you. Because there's a demon of deception that is protecting you, protecting the evil. The most quarrelsome people say, Me, I don't like quarreling. You know, everybody who knows you looks at you and just marvels at the way quarrels never end in your case. And they are even thinking to yourself, this girl is a gang. That's why the quarrels are not going. They are thinking it in their head, but they will not say it. <laughs> Have you ever heard somebody say, me, I'm humble. And then the person, you look at the person and say, very proud. How many of us are humble? Then you'll be raising your hand. Deceiving your own self. I'm anointed, but I'm not anointed. I feel the anointing, but we are feeling heat, not anointing. Heat. We're feeling hot, not anointing. I can preach, but you can't preach. Everything you can do, but you are saying you can do. Deceiving your own self is stage three. How many stages do you have? Stage four. Number four. Giving misleading information. Misleading. And that one we've already done. First Timothy 4.1. The spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some will come and give heed to seducing spirits or misleading. So what is misleading? You don't, you don't tell a lie directly. But you say something that makes people have another impression. 
Like they ask you, where did you go? I went to church. But you went to church and after to your boyfriend. So you've, you've directed our minds to church, but it was not stopping at church. It was church and then. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you've misled us. Yes. So many things. How many girls? One or two. A few. Some. But no one has any idea. And the information that you give takes our mind to something else. How many have ever given information and realized that the person has believed something else and his mind has gone in another direction? Yes. Some of you, they ask you, where do you come from? When you say, you come from, I say, oh, but I don't speak the language, oh, I, but I, I don't, I didn't grow up there. <laughs> wow. Many things about you. You have taken people's minds somewhere else. Yes. Do you watch pornography? Sometimes it's... it's, I've done it before. (laughs) Remember yesterday you were watching for four hours. This morning before you came to church. Say you've done it before. You've done it before. We, we even got an idea before, like before, before, but it means before church. And the person you, you, you have misled goes away thinking that he knows and you are happily smiling to yourself. I've been able to redirect the whole issue. I've been able to redirect the whole issue. Beautiful. How many stages do you have? Yeah, we are, we are moving on. Stage five. Lying lips, pure lies. Pure lies. Proverbs twelve twenty two. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. But they that deal truly are his delight. Proverbs six sixteen. These six things does the Lord hate. Huh? Seven are an abomination. So pure lies is stage five. So it's only by stage five that you enter into pure lies. The rest you are misleading, deceiving yourself, not loving the truth, many things. They are all part of deception. Stage six. After pure lies, we are going higher. Number stage six. Lies without a conscience. Your conscience is gone, cry. When you lie, it's just lies. I mean, you, they'll say, is he there? He's not there. Did you go there? No, I didn't. Did you tell him at all? Me, never. Hey. First Timothy 4 verse 1. Now the spirit speaketh expressly. First Timothy 4 1. That in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of levels. Verse 2. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Amen. Having their conscience seared 
with a hot iron. No conscience at all. When they lie, it's just flat lie. Did you commit fornication at all? At all? Me? Never. Were you a virgin? Yes. No, you have done three abortions, so and you have had, I mean, forty-two boyfriends. And the way you lie, you see, it's, 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 it's what we call having your conscience. There's no conscience at all. Like, it's, 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 the ability to lie is so wild. Now, you see, a conscience. You see, one day, Kenneth Hagin told a story to help us to remember a conscience. I always remember the story. He said that he, either he visited somebody or he saw there was this man in the farm. And the, when the... They come from the farm. They drink hot, um, I don't know if it's a hot tea or hot cocoa, hot something, very hot, or hot soup. He said the man could keep, you see the thing boiling, and he will put the boiling one into his throat. He drink the hot. His esophagus everywhere is hurting. It's like there is no hot water that he cannot swallow. <laughs> <laughs> and he was describing that to explain that uh, there is a realm where it's like your content is seared with a hot iron there is nothing that even when you, when you tell a lie you don't flinch you are like that and you are very believable <laughs> one day uh, 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 father sent his child to school abroad when he was abroad and his father called him hello my son hello daddy what is it well I'm in in the library I'm in the library I can't talk now he was in Dubai He, he, he was not in the school he had traveled to another country so I'm in the library I can't talk now sorry I call you back he was in another country. Yes. His father sent him to school here. He was in another country. Like the lies are part of the person. When you see the person, it's, it's a different thing. Hey. And you see, when you tell lies, a time comes where your conscience is seared with what? Hot iron. That's why you don't have to start. Because when you start drinking the hot hotter, hotter, till you get to the guy who was pouring the hottest water. It's like the hottest lies. Yes. And everything about you is a lie. There's nothing you can't just lie straight. Were you there? I was not there. God knows my heart. No feelings. Were you there? Look, tell the truth. Then you say, I wish God would just take my heart out to take my heart out to show you the truth, to show you the Meanwhile, you are lying, oh, you are lying. <sighs> Have you done this before? The person will say, Look, when we get to heaven. I want us to get to heaven so the three of us, me, you, and Jesus, will be there so that Jesus will tell you the truth about what I'm saying, that what I'm saying is true. Meanwhile, you are lying. 
made you and Jesus. So that all three of us will be there. And then we say that Jesus will, will tell you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Number seven. Lying with signs following. <laughs> you tell a lie and you demonstrate that the lie is true. <laughs> Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse nine. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. With all power and signs and lying wonders. Lying wonders. With all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Because they receive not the love of the truth. So we have signs with lying wonders. These are people who tell lies and confirm with signs and wonders. These are the people who go and get invoices and tell you that it costs 9,000. They bring an invoice. This is the evidence. Yes. Daddy, I'm in the library. Take a selfie. I'm in the library. I'm with your books. You are your boyfriend's bed. Lying wonders. You actually use, because signs and wonders are used to confirm the preaching. So to confirm your lies. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have a wonder to confirm your lies. These are the people who go and then they write. When they buy something, they will ask the person who is selling, what shall I write? What shall I write? Yes. And Ghana is full of lying wonders. Petrol stations, everything is lying wonders. Marriage certificates. You have a certificate of whatever, but it is not true. Birth certificate is not true. Passport is not true. Your name is not true. Everything is not true. But you have evidence of everything that is not true. Yes. You were born in Ghana, but you were not born in Ghana. Driver's license, everything about you is not true. You have two ages. You were born in May, you were born in June. You have a football age, a real age, evidence. Yes. Children. Giving birth to children to prove that you are. You know, one time I saw one businessman. He was having an argument with his wife because he has come back, and the wife, his wife in Ghana, he has gone to Germany to marry a white lady in agreement with the wife so that he would get papers and do business. So they were arguing. Me, I have allowed you to sleep with this white... I think the woman was sleeping with the white man. Yeah, that I've given you. So the man thinks... He he doesn't know that you are my wife. (laughs) Bizarre. So many things. And evidence. 
real wonders. And some of you have grown. You don't just tell lies. You tell lies, you prove it with wonders. Lying wonders. Lying certificates. Treasurers who count money. Writing things that are not true. Polling agents. 141 people were there. You've changed it to 741. You've changed the one to seven. That we now think that 741 people voted. It was only 40. You added two to it, 240. The whole country is full of lying wonders. We are going for election this year, so another game we are going to watch. It's quite exciting, isn't it? It's like a drama every, every four years. Some people are boys, but they look like girls. <laughs> number eight. How many have I given you? What is number one? Quickly, quickly, I want to finish. I can't hear you. Not having the truth. Number two. Withholding information. Number three. Self-deception. Number four. Huh? Giving misleading information. Number five. Lying, lying lips. Number six. Yeah, lies without a conscience. Number seven. Lying with signs following. Number eight. Hypocrisy. Acting a lie. Acting. When you become an actor. Yes. Acting. Acting the lie. Now the lie has entered your skin. You, the whole of you is a lie. You look innocent, but Charlie, you are bad, Papa. Matthew 23, verse 25. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. The word means actor. For you may clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Verse 26. Thou blind Pharisee, Cleanse first that which is within the cup. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You are like whitened sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but within are full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Outside looks good. So acting. Now, actors, sometimes these people, you see them really liking to, like to act good. You see it a lot in married couples. They want to really look good and like they are happy couples. They're like a happy couple. They sit together, so tend to each other and say whatever. And they will tell, so, darling, then they will call. No, the real name they call. <laughs> I draw. Of course, we are called I draw in the house. But now we are calling darling or sweetie or sweetheart. <laughs> Oh, yes. I mean, the, the, best, the, best, the best example for to look at American presidents when they are moving with their wives. You see them all. You will not believe, you will not believe the number of girlfriends and other things they have over there. Yes. You will not even believe it. But they have to hold hands to show that it's, it's like an act. They hold hands like that. They smile. They have to look a certain way. Oh. Shelley, 
the, thing, the, the lie has become an act. They, they act it out. Celebrations. Sometimes you see people have a 10-year anniversary. So, one day I saw a lady. She was quarreling with her husband so much. Then she told me, my shock of my day. She said, I want to have a wedding. And I want you to officiate. I said, but you have been married for so many years. Yes, I, but you, I, the last week you came, you said, it is the worst husband in the world. This is the b- b- most terrible whatever. You don't know this man. They said, then the next week, I want to do a celebration. Why? So that we do what? Show, show. So there they came, showing. Beautiful, amazing. Why? Want to show something. Give an impression. Or something that's not real. And sometimes those are the worst marriages. Yes. Those who make extra effort to show the rest of the world. Why don't you make extra effort in the room? Where nobody can see. In the room, that's where you have made your, your hair has come up. You look like a boy. And you have changed your attitude. Everything you become. When you come out, then you start looking nice and smiling. Even the answer on the phone changes when there are people and when there are no people. When there are people, so, oh, hello, darling. It means there's somebody there listening. So, oh, my husband, just, my husband just called. Hello, darling. Yeah, he's on the line. Please hold on. Hello, darling. Your mouth like a frog, a small frog. <laughs> Let's have something real. Let's have something real. When you're in the house, you behave so differently. You are quiet like the Statue of Liberty. You don't smile, even one smile. Your hair, if I hold the hair now and I start pulling them off. Then you see what people look like in the house. Hey! No smile at home. No smile. Look at them, they look so cheerful. I mean, based on how you look, there should be no marital problems in the whole world. From now till eternity begins, ends. But this very beautiful looking, nice looking, picture taking. Sometimes even when they are coming to marry, you see them put a picture up there. No, no, they were quarreling just before they took their picture. It's recently that I learned that you have to show your teeth when you are smiling, when you are taking a picture. Yes. So how to smile? You think that everybody is happy, but it's all acting. Let's have real things. What happened in the room? That's the real marriage. Yeah. Ah, they love to give speeches. Hippo- whitewash. They are discussing how to divorce. Then when the party comes, they say, I want to thank God for my wife. She completes me. And what? (laughs) I just need three things. I just need my God, my Bible, and my wife. And then I'm complete. Yeah, she kept me. A lot of rap. But the next year you hear them announcing. Is it a joke or what? Are we joking? Huh? Are we joking? The next moment they announce that they are, they are getting divorced. 
I want to I wanna thank God for my husband. I don't know where I'll be without him. Darling, I want to say thank you for choosing me. The day you chose me 23 years ago, I never knew my life would change so much. It feels like it's, when they're going to, let me tell you something. Eh? Let me, let me, I, want, I just want to point out something to you, you know, with all due respect. Eh? I, I, don't, I don't like the way you speak to me in public. You know, the other time you were speaking, ladies and gentlemen, I thank God for my husband. My husband is everything to me. Darling, I want you to know I love you to the moon and back. Darling, I want you to know that you've blocked my view. I can't see anybody else. Darling, I want you to know there's nothing I will not do for you. You will not do for him. You will not do for him. Many things you don't do for him. Darling, I want you to know without you, I know. <laughs> Can I have some tissue, please? Can I have some tissue, please? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so emotional today. But this, this is a very special occasion. Life without you is like a broken pencil. It's pointless. Life is pointless without you. God for my, my darling wife. I don't know how to do anything without her. The other day I was saying that if my wife is not there, I don't know what to do. When I miss my wife, I just take her picture and I kiss it. But I thank God for this woman. A godly woman. A woman of virtue. A woman of honor. A woman of destiny. A woman of anointing. <laughs> joking here. Are we joking? Is there a joke somewhere? (laughs) A a woman of many colors. There's no area I lack. I thank God for her life. Honey, I need you twice. Now and forever. Tell your neighbor, no more acting. Just be real. Just be real. Stage nine. Please, you are keeping me. You are delaying me. Stage nine. Lying to the Holy Ghost. Lying to God. Lying to the Holy Ghost. You are lying directly to God. You are telling God. How do you lie to God? Acts chapter five. Verse one. Now, a certain man named Ananias was coming to demonstrate how to lie to God. Verse 2. <laughs> hey! And he kept that part of the price. His wife also planned it with him. Hmm. This one can be called uh, 
composite lie. Verse 3. And Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? So you are lying directly to God. When you are lying to an anointed person, you can deceive the man, yes, but you cannot deceive the anointing. A lot of people have deceived me, but you can't deceive the anointing that is on my life. So I may not know that I'm being fooled, but the anointing is not fooled. God is not fooled. Yes. And you see, Peter didn't kill Ananias. The Holy Ghost ended his life. It's finished. It's over. You have to be careful where, how far you are taking your lies. You are now lying and going, you speak to your pastor, you speak to a man of God, and you are lying through your teeth. You lie as though you are breathing. My mother said one day he was working with a certain lady, and the mother of the lady came to tell him that my daughter is a thief. I just want you to know my daughter who is working with you is a thief. Yes, withholding issue. She was not withholding. I just want you to know. He said one day he was working with somebody and the person came and took about $40,000 from his bedside. Yes. Just, he said, they lie as if they are breathing and stealing. You must be careful. Yeah. Lying to the Holy Ghost. You know, you want to steal, don't try it in the church. Somebody stole once from the church in Collegono. By the time he got to Tema um, Station, then he went mad. He went mad, took off his clothes in Tema Station. From the church to the Tema Station. Choose where you are stealing. If you really want to steal, choose it well. One day some arm robbers came to somebody's house and I asked the person the name of the arm robber. I asked for the name of that arm robber. Did, did they mention, said the, the, the assistant arm robber mentioned that name. And I prayed a certain prayer. I said, I mentioned that name in my room. I said, Lord, A, B, C, D. Then I remember reading or hearing other video that the person with this name was dead, had been shot and killed. Be careful where you go with your things. Are you there? Stage 10. Deceiving a lot of people. That's a lot of people are deceived. That's the highest level. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He deceived who? The whole world. Can it be you deceive your husband, you deceive your wife, deceive your friends, deceive your pastors, deceive everybody in your life, deceive every person that knows you is deceived. It's a high level of deception. Everyone in your world is deceived. Be careful. Come out of every snake that has possessed you. The belt of truth. When you say put on the belt of truth, it means all these ten Stages, you must watch out. Stage one is what? For the belt of truth. Not valuing or loving truth. Number two, withholding information. Number three, self-deception. You tell yourself a lie, isn't it? Number four, 
giving misleading information. Number five, lying lips. Number six, lying what? Without a conscience. Number seven, lying with signs following. Number eight, hypocrisy. That's when you act. You don't say lies. You act as if you are something, but you are not that thing. You just act. That's a, that's a higher level. And those are the people Jesus didn't like at all. Number nine, lying to the Holy Ghost. And number ten, deceiving a lot of people. So, back to Ephesians 6.13. Are you still with me in the church? Are you sure you are here? Because we are just about closing. Watch it. Look at it. Ephesians 6.13. Take on to you the whole armor of God. Verse 14. And have stand having your loins get about with what? Truth. All ten stages must be covered. All ten stages must be covered. If you are going to be covered. To make it a belt. Solid belt. May you never be self-deceived. And remember Luke 17. I think verse 22 or so. It says that the devil, the strong man when he comes. Is coming for what? Your armor. Straight. That's what he wants. He shall take from him his whole armor. How many are going to give your belt? No more belt is being given. You are going to stand in truth in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Today, I think, I don't know whether it's a longer preaching, right? Yeah. What a blessing. Wow. Every standing, lift your hands. Begin to pray and cast out of yourself all forms of deception. Quickly, right now, everyone praying, every praying now, every praying. Matalama, any lies, anything about you that is not true, huh? anything about you that is deception, deception, lying, pray now, Lord, take this out of my life now. In the name of Jesus. I do not oh, want yes. to be a liar Jesus. in any form. Stage one. Let us pray about stage one. Put the stages on. Lying. Put the stages on. Number one. Not valuing the truth. Lift your hand and ask God to help you to value truth. And love the truth. Not loving the truth. Love the truth. Valuing the truth. Hallelujah. Now, number two, let's pray about any with information we are withholding. 
that makes you a part of something evil. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, I don't want to be someone with holding information. Yes. Makanda in the name of Jesus, may, lift your hand, may you be counted as one of the loyal yes, 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 people, loyal yes. people, good people, good loyal people. people. Yes. Father, let me have the treatment of Mordecai. Let me be remembered as Mordecai was remembered. Let me be saved as Mordecai was saved. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number three, let's pray against self-deception. Anything that you are wrong about. Yes. Yourself. Yes. Lord, deliver me from self-deception. Right now, lift your hand. Self-deception is leaving you now. Mavaso. Redebekisa. Metisikara. Paradioma. Everything I'm deceiving myself about, I deliver myself by the message and the power of God. Every form of self-deception goes out of my life now in the name of Jesus. Now, any giving of misleading information, anything that is in your life that you are like a sly answerer of questions, when somebody asks you something, you say, oh, I, I couldn't have because I was here. This time. It's, you are just misleading. Let such things be out of your life. Lift up Jesus. your hands. Yes. Man, um, this, that's a seducing Paranos. spirit. Paranos. Bind seducing, bind misleading, seducing spirits misleading spirits in your in life today. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All types of misleading spirits. 
misleading spirits, yes, Lord. misleading spirits, misleading spirits, seducing spirits, I bind seducing spirits, misleading spirits. Hallelujah. Are you listening, please? Yes. Listen, there are many people here today. Hey. I mean, there's a lot of people. And I want you to listen. You know, Bible says that the spirit said, I will go and seduce Ahab mm. so that he will go and die. Mm. Anything that is leading you, gradually your mind Any. is forming to, to something that will destroy you oh. or kill you or you will die there. Jesus. Today, every seducing spirit is being bound. Look, bind anything that is misleading you right in now. The in the name, in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything that is seducing me. I lift my hand and I command it to be exposed. I expose it in the name of Jesus. Anything that deceiving me, slowly, gradually, destroying me gradually, misleading me gradually, in the name of Jesus. I overcome it now. I reject it from my life now. I cast it out of my personality. I cast it out of my ear and my hearing. My thoughts and emotions and my mind will no longer follow a seducing spirit. The spirit that destroyed Ahab, the spirit that destroyed Adam and Eve, I reject it. I oppose it. I block it. I overturn it. I undo it. In the name of Jesus, I bind seducing, deceiving, deceiving, deceptive powers and spirits that are oppressional in my life. I bind the maneuverings of the devil against me. In the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, Matala, Makatala, Matala, Matala. Malita, Malita, 
I will not be misled again. I will not be misled. Lift your hand up. Whatever is misleading you will not work again. It will not succeed again. It is out of your life. You will not be diverted to the left or to the right of the will of God for your life. In the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of seduction, seducing, misleading, misdirecting, misguiding, machala, fooling me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, number five, lying lips. Yes. How many have told a lie before? Please. Today marks the end. How many believe that today marks the end of lies? Lie, all type of lies. Lies, all types of lies. No lie will come out of your lips from today till you die. No lies. God hates a lying tongue. God will not hate you from today. Lift your hand and dissociate yourself from lies. All forms of lies. White lies. Black lies, blue lies, every type of lying. Mata malokala, mata la mokala, mata la mashamalegele, mata le mokabala, maribola, maribola mele, mareke tushi tarabala kopali legele, lakasta la bola, mita kebanda la mila, he maribala shandoa, he mande basita, la bika tola, he maribola misongali legele. In the name of Jesus. Number six. Yes. Lying without a conscience. Hey. When the man poured the hot water, hey. he didn't even feel it. No. Because he, he had no more feeling. Hey, the, the lies are so deep. Hey. <sighs> Jesus. Anyone, your conscience is spot. But it's seared with a hot iron. From today. From today. Whatever about you has become happening. Is becoming soft from today. When David touched Saul, the Bible says his heart smote him. And he said, I shouldn't have touched even his mm. clothes. Mm. It was not right. Mm. If, I didn't touch him himself, but his clothes that I cut, it, 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 he had a soft heart. From today, your heart will be gent- tender and soft. Lift your hand and begin to disconnect from all lies without a conscience. All types of lies without a conscience. My God. Lord, 
Lifting holy hands, holy hands, your conscience is restored today. Your heart, God is taking away your stony heart and giving you a soft heart, a soft heart. Mataka Malado, Mataka Malado, Mataka Lamado, Mataka Lamado, Manikatel Baladashke, Matkinas Kamos Kamano Shikalamaske Lalibuni, Rebala Sandos Terivokata Lamashi Balamama Santa Libaba, Hey Makatasole, Hey Makatasole, Disha Eta Echo Ena Alamada Demoravakates Bolavira, 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 Balamada Bashubali Baliba Makamalala, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Lying with signs following. You know, one day my wife told me a little story. One of her sisters, she told her husband that she likes cooking, and every day he was serving her nice. I think it was rice and stew. Then one day he found that she has not cooked the food at all. She was buying a takeaway, rice and stew, and was mixing it in the house. You know, if you not even cook, why are you saying that you've cooked a nice rice and stew? Huh? Lying wonders. Hey. You told a lie and then you've provided a wonder to confirm your lies. Every wonder in your life, lying wonder in your Every life, that is confirming wonder. your lies. Yes. God is taking it away. Yes. Lift your hand and begin to break out of Radiva types Konkats. of lying with wonders. Radika Paradi Omosari. Radia Valamika Paradi Otonomosiaka Paradi Andaba. Yamakatabala. Manama We are praying because we are ending. Everyone pray. Lift your hands. Call on God. Makatabala Yamashenda. Makabaya Mama. Number eight, let's pray against hypocrisy. Yes. Anything that is not real that you are acting from today, your, your happiness will be inside. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. How many want to have a nice honeymoon, uh, a nice wedding and a sad honeymoon? Do you want to have a nice wedding and a nice honeymoon? Which one do you want to be nicer, your honeymoon or your wedding? Honeymoon. Because that is the real thing. The wedding is two hours. 
So we'll do the wedding, but after the honeymoon will be very nice too. People do nice wedding and zero honeymoon. Some of us grown as we have decided to run now do honeymoon because the children, I mean, we, we miss out on the honeymoon. We're rather invested in the wedding. And then there was no honeymoon. So all the Greater Love Club, please, you must plan your new honeymoons. <laughs> hey. Anything about you that is acting, acting, Jesus, eh, Jesus. is going now. Lift your hand. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Hypocrisy. We bind hypocrisy. Every acting part of your life is going now. Hypocrisy is finished in your life. In the name of Jesus. 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 All forms of impression, joy in prayer, being an impressive something on the outside, driving a car that you cannot pay for, living in a house you don't afford, acting to have a good life but you are actually struggling. In the name of Jesus, all forms of acting, looking nice but you are not nice, behaving nice but you are not nice, talking gently but you really talk in a bad way. In the name of Jesus, it is going out, it is gone. It is done. We cast it out. We cast out spirits of deception. The serpent is going out. The serpent. 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 Saying I will be full time, but you never intend to be full time. Saying I will serve the Lord, but you don't intend to serve the Lord. Acting like you want it, but you don't want it. Every form of pretense is gone from your life today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, lying to the Holy Ghost. My God. My God. Lying to the Holy Ghost. How many have told lies to pastors before? Raise your hand, please. Pastors are some of the people who are lied to a lot. Some of us have been lying to the anointing. Let's cast that thing out. Forgive me, Lord. Ask God for forgiveness. Tume, Tinge, Tando, Tabala, Tume, Tibele, Tupash, Kas, Kuma, Kinde, Koste, Kula, Kebo, Tuke, Sike, Tada, Kumbe, Kileku, Kadito, Sakabala, Shkole, Shiki, Shkama, Skuma, 
Timbe, Kando, Omega, Tomegale, Sobaka, Turima, Tama, Tuma, Temi, Toba, Tapa, Huba, Keleto, Shaba, Holy Hands, now, Holy Hands, Makataba, Tolema Katao. We withdraw from deception. Matama, Paro, Chiket, Tuma, Temi, Toba, Tobe, Tama, Tobo, Tabala, Tobadi, Taba, Uma, Iba, Ita, Utu, Uma, and Amiko, let the Oh, yes. And finally, deceiving a lot of people. How many realize that some people deceive a lot of people? So many people don't know the truth. So many people are, are deceived. It's not only your boyfriend who is deceived. Everybody is deceived. Your Everybody. mother thinks you are hey. an angel. She has hey. no idea. Hey. Hey. Your father thinks you are a very good boy. Good girl. Hey. He doesn't have any idea what you are. Huh? Jesus. So many people don't know you. The Bible says the dragon deceived the whole world. Whoa. Lift your hand. Jesus. Anything that is like that Anything in your life. That is like that in my life. Eh? People hey. think you are rich, but you don't have anything. Ah, you have showed them riches when you have ah, It's going goes. out of your life. Going out. Lift your hands to the Lord and thank God. You are delivered from a snake. You are delivered from the dragon. You are delivered from the deception of darkness of the devil. It's finished in your life. It's finished in your life. It's finished in your life. Deception. Devils. Big ones. Small ones. They are out of your life. Big snakes. Small snakes. Every type of deception is out of your life now. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, 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 lifting holy hands, holy hands. 
Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for anointing us. Thank you, Lord. With fresh oil, Lord. Thank you for cleansing us from evil. Now give us the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit of truth instead of a seducing spirit. You have the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of power, the Spirit of love, the Spirit of a sound mind. Malata, Marikete, Malinde, Chimalada, Malendo, Maleketele, Maronde, Maledilada, Maligala, Mendalidola, Meledoreleva, Malende, Malada Malido, Malada Lama, Maleda Melebora, Maleba, Maleba, to God be the glory Jesus Father we thank you and we give you praise we give you praise we love you oh yeah just wave your hands to the Lord oh God thank him a new spirit I give to you a new heart of truth of Christ of holiness, of love, of humility. The humility of the truth is going to be your portion. God is giving you a spirit of love, of holiness, of truth, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of God. Receive the spirit of God. Receive the Holy Spirit, a new spirit, a better spirit. You are free from the dragon. You are free from Satan. You are free from the powers of hell. God is blessing you. Receive it and give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Let's sing this song. He has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy, holy name. Can I see every hand he lifted up? He has done great things. 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 Oh, oh, oh.
head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you, you want to be born again today. Every standing please. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift your hand like this. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my life. God bless you. God bless you. And I want to pray for you specially if you've lifted your hand. If you've lifted your hand, come to me. Come. Come from the... Come. Come this way. Come to me in front here. Take your bag, your Bible, everything. Come this way. God bless you. He has done great things. 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 Oh, He has done great things. Bless His holy, holy name. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my heart, my soul, my everything to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books. What's your name? Jean Darius. This is for my gift for you. It's called How to Be Born Again and Avoid Going to Hell. Amen. When we close, all of you in the front here, come to this corner. It's called Salvation Corner. If you are holding this book, it's your day of salvation. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. And everyone may be seated. It's time for Holy Communion. And as we close our service today, what a blessing. Take your bread, everyone. How many are blessed in church today? Are you glad you came to church? Are you happy to hear Bible verses? Is it not nice to read the Bible? How many want a podcast of this tomorrow? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. Take it, this is my body, which was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed the cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ the bread which we break it's the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of God. Oh, 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 it will sustain you, it will give you hope, it will give you life. When I see the blood, when I see oh, the blood, oh, 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 I will pass over you. 
mistakes today whatever mistake you've made is erased by this blood it's as though it never happened not by might or by power but by the blood of the lamb that taketh away the sins of the world may your sins and mistakes and whatever shortens your life be taken away as you receive this blood the blood of Jesus Christ your hands for your blessing whatever shortens your life I curse it cancel it receive long life impartation I said receive long life impartation this year you will not be threatened with any serious disease this year you will not be admitted to any hospital this year you'll be set free from long-standing problems and chains in the name of Jesus Christ whatever has followed you for some years like a dog in the spirit biting your heels today I command that spiritual dog that is following you go back go back go back in the name of Jesus lift your hand and say I'm free I'm free from the power of wicked spirits in the name of Jesus whichever aspect of your armor is down where the enemy has come to take away your armor wherein you trust I say by the power of God it is restored to you today 
you are not going to go down under the attack of the enemy receive strength receive supernatural strength today you are declared an overcomer of evil you'll never be overcome by evil I say you will never be overcome by evil you are overcoming evil with good in the name of Jesus may you be called a church baby I say may you be called a church baby may you be associated with the house of God all the days of your life may you die as a church baby may you live as a church baby may you die and live as a church property may you always be associated with the kingdom of God may the kingdom of Satan lose his power over your life in the name of Jesus whatever trans and and, and, and symptoms of satanic kingdom on your life today is dropping off you in the name of Jesus any smell that you have on you from the world where you are coming from I command that smell to disappear in the name of Jesus every form of hypocrisy every form of pretense in your life is gone today in the name of Jesus now I close every door and every window that is open to demons in your life from today your house is free of devils in the name of Jesus let me hear your loudest amen whatever represents a crisis or a trouble or a problem or a source of concern for your life I stamp it as I will stamp over a scorpion and I say it is finished in the name of Jesus everybody stamp your foot upon every scorpion in your life in Jesus name anything that is painful that is not going today receive your healing shout I receive it shout I receive it anyone here who is stuck like you are stuck, you can't move forward, you can't move backward, you can't move sideways. Be unstuck today in the name of Jesus. I see you being taken out of the miry clay. God is washing you of the mud, and you are walking forward on dry land. Receive a forward movement in the name of Jesus. You'll never be stuck again. All your mockers, all your those laughing at you, all your scoffers. Their, their mocking will turn into amazement for they shall see that the Lord has turned again your captivity this is a year of turning your mourning into dancing receive heavenly laughter in your mouth receive heavenly laughter in your mouth God is turning your mourning to dancing the heavens shall laugh and you will also laugh receive that type of laughter in the name of Jesus whatever you thought was past like a good thing is past it can't come back I see it flying back to you in the name of Jesus yes some of you have given up on so many things it's like it's, it will never happen but whatever looks like it can't be it can't be it cannot be, it cannot happen I prophesy before 31st December it will happen practically in your life 
Receive it in the name of Jesus. I see many honeymoons opening up for many people now. In Jesus' name. I see many doors opening. Pop, 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 pop. Receive open doors in your life. Begin to walk through open doors in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone who thinks you are down, all your mockers will be amazed, I tell you. They'll see you up there and they'll be amazed. They'll say, is it you? And you say, it is I. I'm the one. I see you taking photographs and selfies from the upper point and sending it to them down there. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty shout of hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.